Let us pray. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Daniel 3.25 One of the greatest joys I have, Heavenly Father, is knowing that I don't have to try to defend you and your greatness when others are bent on trying to discredit your power and holiness. Because of this, when people of influence try to abuse their power and try to get me to bow to the idols of their beliefs, I will stand tall like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I will stand tall in the midst of their threats and scare tactics, because no matter what they do, I will be unharmed, because your arm of protection is all around me. When the heat of the situation arises in my life, and I feel like I'm in the furnace of adversity, instead of tears, I'll choose to praise you, because I know there's another in the fire that is protecting me, so that not one thread of my clothing will be singed by the flames. As I come out of the fiery trials in life, I thank you that I won't appear like I just came out of hardship. Because you elevate my life, no one will get the credit for what is happening except you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Continue listening for an incredible Bible story brought to you by BibleInAYear.com. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. 
When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The King and the Fiery Furnace In our last story, King Nebuchadnezzar was tormented by dreams. In search of an interpretation, the king sought out the wise men and magicians of the time. They had no answers for him, so the king went out to destroy all the wise men in the nation. Before he could do this, Daniel gave him an interpretation. The Lord was faithful to show Daniel and the king what was going to take place among the nations. Daniel, just like Joseph before Pharaoh, was given governance over the kingdom as a result. Now we look at another interaction between Nebuchadnezzar as men of God. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are faced with a choice between bowing to the king's god or facing certain death in flames. Inspired by the book of Daniel. This is Jack Graham. Thank you for joining us today for the next episode of The Bible in a Year. In our last time together, we saw how God spoke through Daniel to give Nebuchadnezzar understanding about his dreams. Though no person in the kingdom could tell the king what he saw, Daniel glorified God as he showed the king that God alone could read the hearts and minds of men. As a result of Daniel's move of faith, Nebuchadnezzar began to see that there is a God above all others. He wasn't yet fully bought in, however, and as we'll learn today, King Nebuchadnezzar still wanted glory and honor for himself. And as he builds an idol to himself and commands all to worship him, three young Jewish men are put to the test. Will they follow the one true God or obey the king or follow the crowd? And the big question is this, would God protect them when they face fiery consequences for their decision? Let's listen now to today's reading of a great story from God's Word. The statue shimmered in the summer sun. Its golden frame reflected the light in every direction for miles. It stood above every home and building in the nation, looming over the people like a watchman. It was King Nebuchadnezzar's greatest accomplishment, a fifty-foot golden statue praising his god— in his dream, only the head was gold, and it represented his kingdom. Now Nebuchadnezzar erected a statue that was pure gold, a representation of his kingdom lasting forever. It was idolatry at its finest. All the governors, counselors, and officials in the kingdom of Babylon were invited to the palace to stand before the statue. Its golden rays shone down on the people below. The king stood below the statue, looking outward to all his leaders before him. Beside him was a band of musicians. The horn, the lyre, the pipes, harps, and bagpipes were all surrounding him. My servants, Nebuchadnezzar shouted, by my decree, when you hear the music playing, you shall fall down and worship the image before you. And the herald proclaimed aloud, You are commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, 
that when you hear the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, you are to fall down and worship the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall immediately be cast into a burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, as soon as all the peoples heard the sound of the horn, pipe, lyre, trigon, harp, bagpipe, and every kind of music, all the peoples, nations, and languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were all in attendance. They looked at each other as the words of the king poured out to the people. They knew they could not bow to this idol. It was idolatry that got their people captive in the first place. Then they heard the king's voice again saying, Whoever refuses to bow shall feel the intensity of my furnace. They shall burn. The music played, and all in attendance bowed before the statue, all except Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They stood firm in place, refusing to pay homage to a false god built out of pride. The men were brought before the king and questioned. The king berated them and demanded they bow when the music was played. Nebuchadnezzar fumed with a jealous rage. He saw their lack of obedience as a personal attack against him. You shall bow or you shall burn, the king growled. No god can save you from my wrath. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered calmly to the king. We have no need to respond, they said. Our god will deliver us from the furnace. However, even if he does not and we end up burning, know that we will never serve your gods. The three men were beaten before the king and dragged into the boiling room where the furnace raged. Its heat was tremendous. The flames raged in the iron violently. The three men of God were bound by ropes and taken close to the furnace. Even standing next to it was painful. More wood was added to the furnace, making its grasp for any person in its reach. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were tossed in the flames, and the guards who threw them in were burned and killed in the process. The fire engulfed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Nebuchadnezzar watched as the fire danced around the men. His evil smile was illuminated by the flames. However, something caught his attention. There were no screams, no cries for help. Nebuchadnezzar peered closely at the fire. The three men stood there. No, it seemed as though four men were standing there. Did we not throw three men into the fire? Nebuchadnezzar asked his men. We did, sir, the men replied. But Nebuchadnezzar clearly saw the shadows of four men standing in the furnace. He saw them walking and speaking amongst one another. His eyes widened as he looked at the fourth man standing among them. He was glorious and unhurt by the fire. He stood over the three men as a protector. His appearance was like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar began to well up with fear. His usually confident demeanor was replaced with apprehension. Shadrach... Meshach and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out of that furnace if you are able. The three men did as they were asked. Their bodies, hair, and clothes were completely unburned. All men in attendance shuddered in awe and fear. The king stood before them, ashamed and afraid. Blessed be your God, he shouted. I once told you no God could save you from me. I was wrong. 
Your god has delivered you. The three men remained silent in response, allowing the king to process what he had just witnessed. King Nebuchadnezzar turned back to his men and said, Whoever speaks out against their god shall be torn limb from limb. There is clearly no other god more mighty than he. In God's word today, Nebuchadnezzar seems to have forgotten his adoration of Daniel's God. His concern is now much more self-centered and self-focused, full of pride. The king had a 50-foot statue of gold built, an image of himself to represent a kingdom he believed would last forever. This was quite questionable, of course, given that he has heard Daniel's interpretation of his dream, which was a clear word from God that Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom though it was strong and impressive, would one day end. Only God's kingdom will endure forever. But the sinful heart is deceitful above all things, and the Bible says desperately wicked. And Nebuchadnezzar was certainly deceiving himself. He was also deceiving the people, for he issued a decree that when the music began to play, everyone was to bow down to the idol of the king. They were to worship Nebuchadnezzar as God. This was not uncommon for the times. Rulers often were considered gods by the people. But for the Jews, this was, of course, a clear violation of God's law. And there were three men in attendance for this ceremony of self-indulgent that were not about to disobey their God. Their names, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These were Daniel's friends and assistants. They were faithful Jews who, along with Daniel, had refused to defile themselves with the king's food. But this time, the story is much different. The king wanted all to pay homage to him, to worship him, and bow down before him. And anyone refusing would be thrown to their death in a fiery furnace. Death, of course, would be certain. The king's astrologers, men who did not fear the Lord and wanting nothing more than to see these foreign men wiped out, went to the king and informed him of their disobedience in refusing to bow down. They wanted judgment and punishment upon these three young men. Nebuchadnezzar was enraged. He would not stand for this disrespect and disobedience. So he brought them before him to give the men another chance, but they were unmoved. Rather than make excuses or escape, they stood their ground, saying, We don't need to justify ourselves to you. This isn't what the king wanted to hear. He would have thought, Of course you need to justify yourself. I'm a God king. So he made it clear to them that if they didn't obey, it would be the furnace for them, and no God could save them. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego stood their ground. God had rescued his people from much worse, and he could rescue them. I love what the Bible says in Daniel 3.18. When the men said that our God is able to deliver us, they then went on to say, but even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Our God is a God of deliverance. He saves us and rescues us. But sometimes God does not intervene, and we need to say what these young men said that day when they were threatened. But if not, those are the words which describe our faith in the face of unthinkable circumstances. God will deliver us. We believe that. But if not, even if we die, we still will not disobey God. 
we will still follow him. Our calling is to trust God and to serve no other God and to bow to nothing but God himself. The king can't believe his ears, so he literally turns up the heat to the point that it killed the guards who threw the three bound men inside. But as the king and his men waited to hear the tortured yells of dying men, they instead saw four men, rather than three, standing and talking just like there were no flames to be felt. The fourth person in the fire had the appearance of the Son of God. This is the pre-incarnate Christ. There is no doubt God sent himself as the protector and rescuer into the fire to save his loyal servants. Nebuchadnezzar was left with no choice but to let the men out, and not a hair on their heads or bodies were singed. The God of the Hebrews had once more shown his awesome, mighty power, and the king confessed again that there was no God above the Lord. When God's people stand firm for him and faithful to him, the world has no choice but to take notice. Dear God, thank you for the faith and the faithfulness of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. May we be like these young men, that we will not bend, we will not bow, and we trust you that we will not burn. We know that our faith and our trust rescues us from every danger, but if not, we will be in your presence forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. We are so glad that you have joined us. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and join millions of people who are listening daily to the Bible in a year. I want to encourage you to make prayer and Bible study a priority in your life, that you would seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. If you enjoy this broadcast, let me encourage you to share it with others, people that you love, people that you know, people in your church, because we believe the word of God makes an eternal difference in people's lives. If you want more resources as to how you can live the Christian life, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. That's jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. 
Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at zerofoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody rugged, resilient, and timeless.